This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. Before I start this week's show or say anything else, I'd like to wish my daughter a very happy 17th birthday. Well, in the remaining one out of it, I did say that if she wasn't going to spend it in the company of her 50-something parents, that I'd no doubt be up at the Troubadour Club seeing this month's Dirty Strangers residency, with support coming from Pink Cigar with Guy Griffin of the Choir Boys fame as the Dirty's special guest guitarist. As you probably can surmise, she didn't, and I didn't. As after a week back at work, after taking two weeks off on compassionate grounds, the spirit was willing, but the body was weak. In a bit of a reminisce, akin to Tommy Vance's Friday Night Rock show, today's episode is going to be one of those live, in-concert affairs. Last Sunday, uh, I made good on my word and ventured up to the New Cross Inn for some musical shenanigans, courtesy of Trash Landing. I was planning to take the train up. However, with a bus rail replacement service, the normal 20-minute train journey was now over an hour. So obviously I drove. With the advance ticket for trash landing only being a fiver, I was surprised that the New Cross Inn wasn't packed to the gunnels. Admittedly, for a mothering Sunday at 6.30 when I got there, there was a respectable turnout. However, over the course of the evening, more people seemed to be leaving than coming in. I'm sure I along with Sexy Dave, a pure rock contributor, at one point during the evening, were the only paying customers. Sadly, uh, I didn't get to see the opening salvo of Death Traps, Moto Vamp and Pizza Tramp, apparently, as pointed out by Dave. I missed out, by minutes, Pizza Tramp's last and factually accurate song, Bono is a Cunt. So, first, although technically fourth up, were Camden's very own Randy Savages. This was the third time that I've caught their brand of cheap trick on speed tackling full-on garage rock, the last being in December at the Croydon Rocks Festival, which, according to certain sources, will be returning this year at a 500-600 capacity venue, 3rd and 4th of November, with Jizzy Pearl and Junkyard's names being bandied about. Then... As last Sunday, Randy Savages didn't hold back, delivering music that removed any blackhead spots or imperfections from your face. But don't take my word for it.
Lewis, thank you very much. So how the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Bit weird being this far south, innit? I've only lived in London for two years and I've already turned into one of those wankers.
As I said on episode 590, Flash House, who were on after Randy Savage's, live are a finely tuned V8 engine with any resemblance of baffles removed. They will strip paint from your walls while stabbing your fevered brow. After seeing their set last week, my statement remains unchanged. Now, not wishing to sound like a sycophant by blowing smoke up their collective behinds, but I've run out of colourful metaphors to describe just how good they are. If you wish to catch the gruesome foursome playing live, their next dates are 23rd of March, supporting negative approach at birthdays, which can be found on Stoke Newington High Street, May the 3rd at Blackheart, and on the 30th of June at the Dev. If you need convincing, this is them last Sunday.
A band that I was trying to get to see live for a while now were the Electric Shakes. Fortunately, for all concerns, they were next on the bill. I first became aware of them through their vocalist Steve, who uh, briefly replaced Robbie Tart in the Dorellas for that Freak Show mini album before Joey Dorella stepped up to the mic. The Electric Shakes are a world away from the Dorellas, with Steve hardly recognisable as their one-time leopard-skin coat-wearing frontman with the MC5, Motorhead, Bon Scott's ACDC, Radio Birdman, Sabbath, Sonic's Rendezvous Band, The Rats and Julian Cope, more the order of the day. Coupled with dirty riffs, cheap boosts and peace, the electric shakes did not disappoint.
Los Pepes aren't the darlings of the music press. Commanding pages of column space is beyond me. No, wait, that's right. There isn't any weekly music papers anymore, as the enemy finally gave up the ghost a couple of weeks ago. I look forward to reading about Los Pepes in classic rock and Vive Le Rock. To be fair, at the end of 2014, the online classic rock said of their debut album, Los Pepes for Everyone, that the Ramones live on in spirit. But with ex-Winnebago deal frontman Ben Perrier proclaiming at the start of the band set, we are Los Pepes and we play rock and roll, the band seemed more the motorhead of power pop. The band didn't hang around for idle between song chit chat, instead hitting us brats with a musical baseball bat. Oh yeah. Did you see what I did there? Of course you did.
After Los Pepes had finished, it was the turn of headlining act Atomic Suplex. However, I didn't stick around for them. I know, I know. But Monday was my first day back at work and getting home at 10.15 seemed like a good idea. Until Sunday morning, 9am, where I'll be playing some new Damned and revealing who I think will be replacing Paul Gray on base for their European jaunt. Take it easy.